and welcome to uh, Provincial State of Mind. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to this podcast, um, which features me, Tom Savage, and Jeff Neville, who's over there, and Owen Harrison, who isn't here. He normally he does is, this. He is not here. Um, he normally does this. Um, and I'm regretting doing it now. <laughs> I asked at the start, would you like me to do it? And you said, no, no. it'll be fine. No, and this it worked out really well. We'll I muddle think. through it. We'll muddle I through think, it. I think if anything, we should clip this intro and use this. Even when, Owen does, even when Owen does his intro from now on, just take it out. Just get rid of that. Useless. Get rid of it. <laughs> Fucking stumbles over half the time. <laughs> How is he doing that? Like? This is Tom Sandwich. Uh... <laughs> But man, I'm sick. I'm sick of it. This podcast or the intro? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's sport. <laughs> it's sport. Sport. Why, why did he have to pick up the ball and run? Why could he just not have done that? Actually, a friend of mine sent me on a video today. It's one of those reels on Instagram. I actually sound 50 the way I said that, but it's one of those reels on Instagram. And it's a guy making up the rules for rugby. I don't know if you've seen it. I think I've seen this. But it's a lad and he has like a drink in his hand and he's like, let's invent a new sport. And your man's <laughs> name, he calls, he keeps calling your man Jason. And he's like, Jason. And like, oh, it's, it's just some of the stuff he says. Like, he's like, half the players will be brick walls and the other half won't. And, <laughs> and then they say something like, what happens if they, if they drop the ball? And he's like, then both of the sets of brick walls will make a bridge. And then he goes... <laughs> <laughs> and what happens under the bridge? Nothing good ever happens under a bridge, Jason. <laughs> it's quality, like it's about two minutes long. I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it on. But I was wetting myself laughing today watching it. Now it's very good. It's very, very good. And also stupidly true. It is stupidly true. When you break it down, when you really break the sport down, what's the point? Yeah. I remember <laughs> watching it before and I remember, I can't remember who I turned to, but I was like, imagine you were an alien. You drop down from the moon and you say, what do you do for fun? And you showed them rugby. You guy, like, are you okay? Is like, everything, is everything okay with you? The like? answer is always no. <laughs> it's always no. <laughs> yeah, fine. Why <laughs> do you not kick the shit out of each other for fun? People might be tuning into this podcast to go, do you know what? I'm looking forward to hearing these two lads, the two most, this is the most disorganized configuration of provincial state of mind. We're looking forward to hearing about what they thought about last week, last week's rugby. I'm here to tell you right now, that is old news. <laughs> yeah, that's a very unfortunate not happening, I'm afraid. Because it's it's Thursday night now. Um, this will be out Friday morning. The thought of going back and looking at those rugby games again makes me nauseous. I'll sum it up if you want very quickly. Go on, mark away. Munster played well, despite mistakes, young team. Very good. I I concur. Connock started late, but got the win. Thank you, new European jersey. Yep. Ulster should have closed out a 17-point lead, but didn't. Yeah, I'd be sick about that. Yep. And even if people say, oh, well, considering the team sheet, they did well. At the same time, that same team sheet got you 17 points ahead. So they should have closed that out. That's how I feel. And finally, Leinster just... Did the Leinster thing and won the game. Boring. No Boring. fun no fun losses for Bo Boring. neutrals. <laughs> Quote unquote. I hate Leinster. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was, I was really sad to see them win again. I know. Um, Miserable. I was. 
It was a good game though, that Edinburgh game, but we're not talking about it. So we're, we're not talking about it again. Yeah, it's yeah, old yeah, news. Yeah. It's Friday. It's it's like it's in. It's just a, a, a it's meaningless. It's preview you know, time. Do you know who's playing who this weekend? I do. Would you Very good. Very good. I know Munster are away to Ulster. Mm-hmm. I know that Connacht are away to Edinburgh. And I know that Leinster are away to Dragons. Um, and I so, know that because I'm reading it off my phone right now. <laughs> there was no script this week. So. I want to say I want to say first up. Um, should we go with the Munster game first? Well, it's first. That's Friday night. Yeah, so we, we should go. go with we, we should go with that one because people people could be listening to this literally as they're sitting down to turn on the TV because this is coming out on a Friday. This is coming out literally twelve hours before this game. Yeah. So we're going to need you to listen to it pretty quickly. We have fucking team sheets though for this game. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And we normally don't. And uh, let me, do, Jamie. Let me just let me just pull that up, Jamie. Who's Jamie? Jamie, let me just pull that up. Jamie, are you the are you the new Tom? Jamie, let me just let me just pull that up, Jamie. Um, we'll start so with the. Oh, the are you doing team. a TMO bit? No, I'm doing a I'm doing a Joe Rogan bit. Oh, I don't know. Jamie, pull that up. I don't, I, don't know what that is. Even, I don't even watch Joe Rogan, but um, I know that he has a guy called Jamie who pulls things up for him. I just know the name. I know nothing else about him. This is me pulling up uh, the monster team. So back three, Shane Daly, Calvin Nash, and Sean O'Brien. Um, no, not that one or that one or that one. It's a different one. It's the fourth uh, one. <laughs> uh, in midfield, Antoine Friesch and Alex Nankaville with Jack Crowley and Craig Casey at halfback for Munster. In the front row, Jeremy Lockman, Dermot Barron, who captains the side, interestingly enough, uh, and John Ryan, uh, the guy we signed from the uh, the Chiefs in New Chiefs, Zealand. yeah. I think yeah. he's Irish qualified. He actually is Irish qualified, I think. Um, then in the second row, Edwin Adogbo, Fidine Mitchell, and in the back, back row, Alex Kendallin, John Hodnett and Gavin Coombs on the replacements bench Scott Buckley Josh Butcherly Stephen Archer Tom O'Hearn Brian Gleeson Paddy Patterson Rory Scannell and Big Ben O'Connor that's a good team what you make of that a couple of things I suppose first thing Dermot Barron as captain it's not that surprising if you've if you, been watching Access Monster if you've been watching Access Monster that is the least surprising um, yeah. thing you could possibly see because he has real leader vibes um, at uh, you know behind the scenes of Munster in the dressing room at halftime the whole lot so that is absolutely not a shock um, and actually we really like that for him I think he's a guy yeah. like who has those vibes off him yeah. vibes voice by voice cracking um, There's a fun, I have a funny story about Dear McBaron if you want yes um, a couple of weeks ago when I was I have as well so, actually um, there was a group of players beside me just having a few drinks after the game in the restaurant whatever now I left them alone completely do you know I, I'm not that kind of person he saw the video I, I, only, I only I only did that in airports um, <laughs> but um, and do you know they were whatever having a few drinks whatever and um, as he was getting up I think he was going inside for I don't know a wee or whatever like but someone just goes I'll have a pint so and then someone else goes yeah I'll have one too and next thing about 10 lads were like yeah 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 sound thanks and he kind of stood there and do you know when someone's kind of their shoulders just sag a little and he kind of, I was kind of looking at it kind of smiling because I could hear it. Like it was funny and whatever way he looked, he just kind of caught my eye and I went, you're around, is it? And he just went as fucking always. And I was like, fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a normal thing. I was, we were, I was up there two years ago in um, Dublin for, I think Ireland were playing Italy in the six nations. 
And I think a few weeks prior, I'd been on a press conference where Demard Baron was was up. And as I was walking down the road, I don't know, I don't don't need know these Dublin streets now. I was walking down and I see Dermot Barron walking against me with his girlfriend. I'm not I'm up there with with, uh, with mine. And do you know when you kind of have the thing where you half know somebody but not know them enough to ever say anything to them to, to them in public. Yeah. Instead, you just have really awkward glances. That was this where, where we do this kind of thing, where it's a bit like this, like where you, they won't see this now. On on the on, the, I guess this is this is an the, audio podcast. The tight mouth kind of like, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. Yeah, yeah. Tight mouth, lift the eyebrows, <laughs> nod the head slightly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just keep walking, and um, yeah, it's just like Dermot Barron. He's everywhere. At least you're not one of those people who say like, oh, hi, Dermot. Oh, stop. Allergic. Yeah. <laughs> I would never bring myself to do that. Like I, I can only do, I can only introduce myself to guys like that if I'm literally either on a press conference or in the stadium or like where there's a work context to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I if, would, you've been, if you've been prior introduced in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was in Lockburger um, like a couple of months ago. And uh, this was right before Tyke Byrne, who is the subject of this story, we came back from his injury before the end of the season. And we were just in having a burger inside in Lockburger in Castle Troy. So as we go in anyway, next thing, like herself is just like, who is that? I think I know that guy. So I'm like, she and she's kind of going like, don't look. So I kind of try to look around and I go, oh, that's Tyke Byrne. And like the last thing, like, you could put a gun on me and I would not go, hi, Tyke. Hi, Tyke. <laughs> hi, friend. It's me, Tom Savage, Three Red Kings. <laughs> you could put a gun on me, I wouldn't do it. And then, like, middle girl was, she was with us, um, obviously, for that. And um, she was just doing her usual thing of, like, staring. So she was yeah. just, like, staring across and he was just, like, he would look over and just be like, you know, do you know the way his baby looks at you and stuff? And you know, and then again, this is all this is all he would get. Yeah, the tight tight mouth, raise the eyebrows. Yeah, it's just like I am never introducing myself to you ever, <laughs> ever outside of this. <laughs> we really got off topic. Yes, there's a match. Um, <laughs> I also like that Finian Witcherly is going to be loaded up beside a real heavy second row. I like that. And I like how he's grown an inch as well. Yeah, I like that too. I like <laughs> the back row. It shouldn't matter, but it does. <laughs> I like the back row. Very young, but very good. Uh, very young back row. And I think that Gavin Coombs actually is going to act almost as a third lock. Yeah. I think his role this season has been that, essentially. He's doing, well, he's still carrying the ball an awful lot. Um, He's doing he a is, lot of everything, he, actually. Big carry, big carry there last week, didn't he? Shh. I was like superhero stuff. That was like the kind yeah. of cool shit you imagine doing if you're walking home drunk from a match. Yeah. <laughs> against, yeah. a against a bush or something. Yeah, hit, hit me, hit me. <laughs> I'm eight meters out. Let me just jog over these guys. Yeah. Eight points deep. Absolutely. But that was cool shit. Really cool shit. And um, he is, um, he's really rounded out his game. And I think it's actually making some of his stuff less prominent. Yeah. Um, but he's doing an awful lot in games now. His breakdown work to the roof, defensive work is really like high standard as well. He's carrying, like he's playing a bit, a lot like CJ Sander. CJ Sander was 6'4 instead of the very generous 6'1. 
And I think Brian Gleeson will come off the bench and do more of the same. Brian Gleeson is a fucking beast. Just see him last week came off the bench and just murdered a guy. It was Absolutely. his first um, murdered a guy, and then the police just completely ignored it because it's like yeah. we're not going anywhere near that guy. Sorry, he, I think no, he didn't. Um, he didn't get man and ball, but he was committed to the hit. And like I remember, I kind of saw it and it was just like that's his first. That's his first. Um, what do you call it when you do something? Not impact, involvement. Involvement, yeah. I was like, that's his first involvement and he's just murdered a guy. I can see your man's, um, your man's soul fucking cartwheeling off down towards the fucking Tremor Road. Yeah. It's a good Ulster team now as well. To be fair, it is. Let me just uh, name out this Ulster team. I, do, you, do you want me to name the Ulster, t- uh, Ulster team? Or? On their website, it says Ulster ready for reigning URC champs. It's defending undisputed URC champions. Ulster. And still. And still. Hashtag and still. Get it right. Um, Go ahead. Okay, I'll give it a whirl. Um, front row, you've O'Sullivan, Stewart, and McGrath. Funnily enough, it's also Tom Stewart captaining this. Very young, very young captain. And he just can't stop scoring tries. It's actually like the doctors are getting worried. He's going Sorry. into the he's going into the, the doctor's surgery and they're like, Why are you scoring a try here? And he just that's what just what he does. Sorry, the reason my big pause came in is as I just finished off reading the front row, I got a text and uh, I had to get back into what I was on. So apologies for that. You'd miss Owen, wouldn't you? You would, you would um, miss Owen. You just load the second row. Onto him. <laughs> in the second row, you've got Azachukwu and Treadwell and you have McCann, Ray and Timoney in the back row. A good, decent back row there. Um... 9-10, you've got Doak and Burns comes back in. First out of the season, I believe. I think Flannery started the other three, didn't he? He did, actually, I think. I think he did. I think he did. He definitely started two, if not three, anyway. And in the centre, you've got Choo Choo Stu coming back in next to Stuart Moore. And a back three of McCluskey, Balakoon, and McElroy, who was pretty, pretty decent against um, Connacht last week bar one pass. He was Ethan, very, very good. Ethan McElroy is the McElboy. How about that? Okay, yeah. I just keep, um, I just keep coming up with this stuff. Just, yeah, it just I'd, rolls I'd, off the tongue. I'd love to know where you get it from. It's unbelievable. Um, a fairly hefty bench here as well. A good old bench. Just... Let me name it for you there, my man. Let's go, let's go. You have Rob Herring at Hooker. You've got Reed and Wilson. You've got Ian Henderson. You've got Ewers. You've got John Cooney. You've got big Jake Flannery because Munster got a big. Ulster have to have a big, so I'm picking him. And you've got a postal weight then as well. Jude Postlewaite is the most Ulster name I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see that it's like, oh, he plays Ulster. <laughs> you need to ask. Just, yeah, that's him. Ulster, Ulster player. Um, they decided that in the hospital. What's his name? Jude Postlewaite. Get that guy some rugby boots. <laughs> He's only allowed to play for Leinster, or Leinster for Ulster. Um, it's a good team. It's I think it's going to be a right ding-dong. Um, yeah, like Ulster are missing, they're, they're missing a few in the front row, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they've got um, Stephen Kitchoff to come in, but they're, they've are they got a few injuries as well, like Greg McGrath has come straight in from, from Jersey. Yeah, um, and you're missing, you're missing Tom O'Toole, Marty Moore. Um, I they think they let go some of their other, or they've got James French there as well, but they've left, they've let go some of the other guys they had, is it uh Gareth Milicinovic they had yeah he's, he's gone yeah he's gone yeah their exit list was massive compared to their intro list it was just yours and uh, Kitchoff coming in and they had a rake of players who left I think 
I don't know how to feel, to be honest, about the whole thing. I think it could mean that they'll be tight, which they already are now, um, especially at tight head. But at the same time, can Ken Ulster, Ken Munster rather, make that scrum advantage if that's what you call it? Can Ken Munster make that count? Well, you've, Jeremy La- you've Jeremy Lachman up against McGrath there. You've got John Ryan, who is one of the most underrated scrummagers in Ireland. I think he's like I'd watch him. I'd like that guy scrummage all day. Like as in when he went down to Super Rugby, like the scrummaging he was doing at some of those boys down there. Like yeah, it's he's a he's different level. When it comes to scrummaging as a technical tight end, like he's fucking unbelievable. He's a very, very good scrummager, to be fair. Um, I think Munster's second row is bigger. And I dare say, while, like, don't get me wrong, Treadwell's a class player and everything. I think as a pairing, I think Munster have the up there. Um, I think, I I think as well, looking at um, uh, Isaac Chukwu, like, you look at how him, like, he's again relatively inexperienced, like, the link there between himself and Treadwell I mean how much how often did they play together I know he is like I, I've watched him playing AIL last year Um, he's really athletic in the line out like I was expecting Ulster to go a little differently with their back five selection to be honest I was expecting to see Alan O'Connor I'm not sure what his fitness levels are Um, I was expecting to see them go that way this is a little bit more a taller Back it's big, five. It's a big bomb squad from the bench, though. Yeah, you've got Henderson, yours, who's just like the heaviest man in Ireland. Like yeah, he's, he's just big, he's massive. Like he's like a big Ford Fiesta. That guy. He's Ford just Fiesta. Well, it's probably heavier than most people. If that's the route we're going, <laughs> he's like a big <laughs> chest of drawers. <laughs> a big chest of drawers. <laughs> With knives inside it. He's a big like he's like he's one of those guys who like even watching him for Exeter when I was doing stuff on when Munster used to play Exeter every year there for a few seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, twice a year. Every I remember year. looking at Dave Ewers and going, like he's the one guy you just absolutely would never want to tackle, just ever. He's just so heavy on the ball. He's just he runs all over the top of you. Um, this is going to be a tight enough game. Like I just think there's a few areas where you might think that our beloved Munster might be able to, like have an advantage you might say but like again I just think with Ulster at home it's always a tricky one and I think that even though some of Munster stuff like some of the shapes the Munster are running at the moment um, the, the pod shapes because Munster, Munster's basic shape is a 3-3 in the middle of the field some of the ways some of the ways that we're actually adding wrinkles to that is really interesting there was one there last week where Calvin Nash was a late arriving he ran a kind of a vertical line so basically he just ran across the pitch and he was the screenrunner. So he came in late. So Shane Daly started off in the screen, but he shifted out and Calvin Nash came in last second. So all of a sudden, if Ulster were thinking, okay, Daly coming around the outside, the screen popping back to him, all of a sudden Daly's moved from when the ball came in and now Nash is the guy coming around the corner with an extra option outside. Some really interesting stuff Ulster are doing. Really, really interesting. Um, and with that new 4G pitch they have, could be an interesting one. Um, yeah. Munster, I think we haven't seen them fully click yet this season. And it's a very strong selection Munster have gone for. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, I think I'm going to go, no surprise, with uh, a Munster win. I think it'll be tight. Um, and even with that kind of, as we said, that kind of bomb squad bench that they're deciding to bring off, I just think that 
while you're bringing, yeah, Brian Gleeson, who's relatively inexperienced, I still think that Munster will have enough uh, to to get through it, to be honest with you. And also that Brian Gleeson is a big giant thunder bastard. Yeah, he's absolutely massive as well now, to be fair. Yeah. Um, he is some unit. I remember bumping into him after the trophy celebration last year, coming down the lift. Now again. Yeah. That's all Weird he got. smile, nod, yeah. But big man. And he was like fucking, what, 18 years old? <laughs> Whatever yeah. the fuck he was at the time. Here's a question for you. How many of those awkward nod smiles do you think the players have to do a day? Oh, Jesus. They must, their faces must be sore from it. They're going to be better off just like, oh, how's it going? How are you? Just nice, saying hi nice as if, as nice if they know you. you. Just like, yeah. hi, how are you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am Tigburn. <laughs> yes, I am having a nice burger. Thank you. That's what, that's what I do. I just turn to people in restaurants and yes, yes, it is Cause, me. Because like I have, I've had things that matches where there's like, I can see people who know it's me and who are looking at me and kind of going, yeah. And I'm like, hi. Hey. Yes, I, I am quite a big deal in a relatively yes. very niche. I, I do area. run a, a very niche website, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the um oh did I was I on here to oh, did, did I tell you about that really horrible photo? I was, uh, was I on since? Oh, I was I, I actually haven't spoken to you in weeks, I think. No, we we've missed each other on the podcast last week. Yeah. <laughs> how you how you been keeping how, how are you? How are you? <laughs> Got a really bad photo taken of me at a game. Where I was eating curry Looked like a fucking old vampire <laughs> Fuck's sake The hell of me Nobody looks good when they're eating It's no, a fact the, pe- the people in my discord Keep fucking editing it Into different things oh. <laughs> That's I funny actually, I, but it's like, I haven't been in that discord Since um, Treviso To be honest It's a mad place It's a minefield it's It is a minefield not, It's actually easier not to be in it To be honest It's actually easier Yeah It's uh, better um, for your mental health I think but yeah, so I'm going to go for a narrow monster win here. Yeah. I think that um, it's going to be tough. That's a strong Ulster bench coming off. But I think that Monster's game at the moment seems to be in a little, in a more solid place, a more yeah. consistent place. And I think um, the selection also shows that they're going in for it. True. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how um, Alex Nankiewicz and uh, Antoine Frisch go in midfield. Because I think that I just, I don't know what I'm basing it on, but I just think that they'll go really well together. Well, two, you have two ballers there. like Yeah. Just guys who love, oh, there's a tackle. No, thanks. I'm going to run sideways and offload. Are you and, a big fan of the Nank? And you deal with it. You like you like um, the Nank? I do like him. I'm yeah. a big fan. I yeah. do like him. I think he's going to be a solid signing. Oh, very much so. Straight from the off. Like, yeah. And I'm going to do an own now in my mental script. Oh, right. I thought you were just going to pronounce <clears throat> his name wrong. Owen. How, do you, how would you pronounce that? No, Owen's name wrong. Oh, no, I thought no. Owen pronounces names wrong. He always goes, "I'm just going to go for it," and then uh, makes a fucking balls. Uh, but I'm just thinking, like, if I was to pronounce his name wrong, how would I do that? Like Owen, maybe. Uh, but the emphasis in the wrong letter. Owen, 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 Owen. Nice to see you, Owen. Um, the um retirement today of Andrew Conway. Oh which yeah, we we, we yeah, would have been sick yeah, yeah. if we'd done this uh, last night and missed it the night before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I remember that try against Toulon, like everybody else. Um, I remember where I was. I was in a hotel foyer in Beijing, bouncing on a couch. Um, I think I actually jumped up and down on the couch and had to be told to leave. Um, so I, it's like one of those moments you remember where you were when. Um, but for that one, yeah, 
I'll never, I'll never ever forget it. What a score! I remember I was but, so um, worked up, I actually started crying. <laughs> I wasn't in a good place mentally at the time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. That's, it's really cruel. But, uh, just, do you know uh, when someone says something you're not expecting? <laughs> you just laugh. I was no because I remember, I remember he scored it, and I was just like, "Am I crying right now?" <laughs> Sorry, again, I'm still laughing. I don't need to laugh. <laughs> no, but it's just like it was just—it was just so overwhelming. <laughs> His kick chase—that's something oh, I'll always remember. So good. Do you know what I think about Andrew Conway? For a while there, maybe three or four seasons, he was arguably the most complete winger in Europe. Yeah, I think there you could gu- make that. Yeah, there were guys who were probably better finishers than him. There were fellas who were maybe better handlers, we'll say. But when you look at what of all the things he was quite good at. Like your great, FIFA rate. Yeah, like great finisher, like really quick. His high ball work was outstanding. His defensive positioning was outstanding. His kicking was really good. But then his front up defense was really good as well. And then his offensive breakdown was really good too. He was just so complete. There were very few holes in his game. And now to see, yeah, and and like now seeing him retire after coming back for that Sharks game where he seemed fine. It just felt like, you know, he had worked really hard to get back to that spot, got his try in the last minute. And then it's almost like the knee just quitting him then afterwards. And it's like, at a certain point, you just kind of go, look, body can't do it anymore. And yeah, yeah, like fair fucks to him. Do you know, like he had some career. Yeah. I mean, like, when you think about it, like, a lot of people go all out just to get one cap. You know what I mean? Like, and I know, like, I probably would have back in the day, like, if you had to sacrifice an awful lot just to get one, you'd be very, very proud of that one, and rightfully so. But to have kind of that career, like, phenomenal. And then, yeah. You know, because again, like, you look at the guys, like, he had such a reputation in school with BlackRock. Just scored tries all around him. Some a record, I think, actually. Maybe he still has. Under-20s was the same. It's so easy for guys like that to sort of flame out. He has the... Do you know that tattoo and in the inside of his bicep? Yeah. That's the Black Rock College um, crest. What's it called? Whatever's on the crest. Oh, the, the motto. Mantra, the motto. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There's your fun fact for today. We'll move on. Connacht, Edinburgh. Away in Edinburgh. And I will say... Without looking back at last week's game, Connacht to go three from three in the opening of this season before starting their away block is unbelievable. It's good. I mean, it's three home games as well. I mean, they would be expected to win those. I know that, but like but you look at their opening of the last season, which it was, was a nightmare. The, yeah, it was the cruelest opening of any team in the history yeah. of any sport. They um, like, and they actually did really well last week as well. Like they they were poor for long stretches. To be fair, let's be but, clear. But to come back. Coming back is the thing. Yeah. Um, and like they seem to be playing with a lot of momentum when they get a positive, they're very good at sort of backing that up and backing yeah. it up and backing it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they put a lot of positives together now, to be fair. Their energy is phenomenal. Yeah, like, and some of, and like like they play with that enthusiasm, it seems. Yeah. And like when they were like again, I, I was looking at it last week and I was just like, Oh yes, they're getting beaten here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but when you look at you, how they came back, 
you could look at like the lack of physicality for a while. You could say, well, they lost Hurley Langton after what, like a minute. Um, but you can't, you can't put that all on that. Yeah. Like, um, Ulster did very, very well to slow up their breakdown for a long time. And I remember watching it. And even at half time, I was like, if the message in the change room at half time isn't just nuke those breakdowns, I like, I don't know what you're planning to do here. Like, and again, um, Ulster did like, I still think Ulster probably should have closed it out, to be honest. With they you. should have. And the thing is with them, I think a lot of penalties started flowing against them in that second half. And it's very hard to recover from that because it just, you get, you know, you're kicking deep in, you're going through long defensive sets. Yeah. And losing James Hume was a big deal for them as well, actually. Yeah, no, it was. It was, it was. But, um, but yeah, yeah so Connacht again, Connacht playing, with a lot yeah. Of ener- playing with a lot of energy again. And I think that going away to Edinburgh this time around is a different prospect, though. I think that um, I think Edinburgh will be fairly loaded up for this as well. Now, last week I felt Edinburgh looked like a team who'd only met each other a few days yeah. prior. They did not look great. <laughs> yeah. They did um, not look great. I think they will be a bit better this week. And they've also signed Ali Price from Glasgow yeah. on loan. Did, yeah. um, so it's an interesting one. Like, I think that on the one hand, um, Connacht seem to be in a really good place with their game. They seem really just physically in tune with it I suppose um, I, I'm going to go as far as to say that Connacht wouldn't be 3 for 3 now especially when you consider um, Carty's injury that kept him out for a game or two a game no one game um, but even JJ started that first game with Carty on the bench etc I don't think yeah JJ started the last Ospreys game at the start of the season so, but I don't think that Connacht would be three for three if it wasn't for the signing of JJ Hanrahan as well. Yeah. No, he's done he's done really, really well. He's had a really, really positive start. And like for whatever reason, he seems to suit well, for whatever reason. I mean, he is a very good player. He suits what Connacht seem to be doing down to the ground. And like you look at how like how Kyle Ford has been going, really, really good. Um, it just feels that they are from an actual system perspective and then the players they have in that system it seems really really well suited yeah and they've got um, like again I think Joe Joyce is, is, he's, he's offered a, a lot sign. to them he's as well he's been a big signing yeah he's been um, physically he's he's added a good bit to him but probably like, added what they've been missing with Thornbury again yeah. yeah he's a yeah. big big he's a big physical guy like not the tallest second row going but like a big hardy fella and like you look at but you look at their back row you look at sorry I know I cut across you there twice but you look at their back row with the likes of Prendergast Butler can jump in a line out etc Oliver operates in it as well like you'd probably get away with not having that massively tall athletic second row you don't necessarily need one yeah Yeah. with the way way they're built and the way they play yeah but like it's interesting because I think like Edinburgh will go strong for this as well They'll be sick. I think they they were they were half targeting that game against Leinster last week. I think, <laughs> and like you look at how how they loaded up for it and to come away as they did. I mean, they'll be sickened because again they had more than enough possession. I think to have done better than what they did. Yes, but they'll be looking to get their season back on track here now. And you look at we haven't seen their team sheet yet, but I think they'll go strong. And this could be a sleeper game for one of the games of the weekend. I think because both sides. I think mesh up really well with each other. I think Connacht probably need it more than um, Edinburgh though with them heading to South Africa after. That's like a tough if, one. Yeah. You've, you've three away games in a row, two of them away 
down south. And then if you want to take one of those three away games, like, no, you know me now in Connacht away in South Africa. I'll back them every week. But <laughs> the difference between me backing them and actually winning the games is two different things. Um, but they, I think, you know, they they need something here. But again, I think there's two things that really carry Connacht through this game. First off is their line-out D. It's just class. Very good. Um, it's really carried on from last season. It's, and it's not just um, Murray either. Like, you know, it's the likes of Prendergast, et cetera, getting those steals. And uh, the second thing is their transition off that then too. Uh, their transition's just class. So much energy, so quick. Um, and then like that Ford Farrell, 12, 13, if that's the same, like we're going off no team sheets, but I would be surprised to see a change, I suppose, unless they're bringing Aki back in. Um, but I don't think they are. I think he's was, in America or something. Either. He was in America the other day and, and there were some posts up I saw where they were just like, and uh, from the European Rugby League's Dundee Aki. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. Um, yeah, I know. Um, so maybe he's, he won't be in, but yeah, I just think that their line out D and their transition and also their energy in D is just so quick, so energetic, nonstop, relentless that it can cause Edinburgh problems. And if Edinburgh, 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 Edinburgh. yeah, Edinburgh. It, it sounds weird in my mouth now. Um, if Edinburgh um, carry on from where they were last week, it's, um, I see a Connacht win, but I'm going to go for a Connacht win anyway. Yeah, I'm going to go with a narrow Connacht win in the last minute. Yeah. To win by two points, having been for, a point down. I forgot um, Owen actually sent in his as well. He's oh, going okay. for um, Ulster. Of course. And he's going, of for, course. Ed, and he's going for Edinburgh here as well. Oh, of course. Yeah, loves yeah. Edinburgh. Loves yeah. Edinburgh. Loves the town. Classic. Classic Owen. Yeah. Loves the borough he, he part. Lo- he loves Edinburgh and the borough because it's so expensive. It's very expensive there, and he loves yeah. this. And he, he knows he won't he won't run into us there. He knows it'll just be his kind of people. Yeah, the, likes, the likes of us wouldn't be there at all. No, 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 no. He'd be off scrabbling around the, in the ditch somewhere, eating moss yeah. off the fucking stones. He'd be in a Greg's, <laughs> whereas he'd be in a gore, eating a gourmet sausage roll. We'd be a, having a, a Greg's. A gourmet Greg's. We're a not go- allowed. Yeah. To, a, we've tried to walk into that side, and they're just like, sorry, no. A, a Greg's. We'd be just in Greg's. He'd be in turn Greg's around. with a little accent on the E. Look, Le, Greg's. And it was like, no, no, turn around. You can't come here. You can't come here. Get out of here. Uh, Leinster are also playing this weekend. They are indeed. And you they told me who they were a minute ago. Go on. Way to the Dragons. Oh, well done, yeah. yeah. I was like, Way go on. Dragons. Does he remember? Does he remember? <laughs> um, Leinster, bonus point win. Yeah. I said at the start of the season that I was going to watch the Dragons. I was going to pay attention to the Dragons. I saw new, that. I was I'm thing. a new Dragons fan. I have seen one game of the Dragons and that's because they were playing against Munster. Like you're setting yourself up for some fucking misery here. Literally, like I, I, I was away. Where was I? I was working for the first one, so I missed it. And then the second one, I was in Treviso. So I just was like, well, I'm not going back to watch them now because I'm tired. And then... I was like, oh, sure, they're just playing Munster at the weekend, so I'll watch them there then. There we go. It's like ideal. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm kind of, the only thing is like they're playing Leinster now this weekend, but it's at one o'clock on a Sunday. I'm like, I will not see that game. That's I'm a, telling you right a, now. That's a tricky I'm, time. I will not see that game. Um, So I'm just like, sorry, Dragons, I'm going to be one from four. And the one I saw you in, I was going for the other team. So uh, I'm not a great fan. 
The Dragons have some good players. Um, Tane Basham is very good. You did this last year. Aaron Wainwright is very good. And didn't they almost beat Leinster last year? Uh, I can't remember. Or was that the year before? Either way. Like, they do actually have some decent players. Rodri Rodri Williams, their nine, is one of the best box kickers I've ever seen. He He has a cannon of a box. He is very good. And, like, last week when Munster... Yeah, when Munster played him last week, they were missing 20 guys. (laughs) Yeah, insane. Um, And they made a decent fist of it, to be fair, for, you know, a, a good amount of time. Like, they've excelled really in stripping back the amount of rugby they play. So they, they kick the ball an awful lot. They don't mm. mess around too much with it. Um, with the guys who should be back from Welsh duty, they should be better than what they were. Um, but I'd still expect Leinster to um, to win that fairly comfortably. They'll be, I'm not sure if they'll bring back some of their test guys, but they'll start reintegrating those fellas now. Um, and uh, I just can't really see beyond Leinster winning. No, same to be honest. And even though, you know, you said, oh, well, Edinburgh at home and Ulster at home with Dragons at home, I just don't think against Leinster it matters where they play. To be honest, mm-hmm. they could they could play at altitude, they could play on the moon. It in the space station, I, the international I space. Station. I don't think. Well, you, I don't think you'd have enough space in that. No, to be honest, no pun intended. <laughs> but um, it just came to me. Just came. It's to just me. like it's just like this is what happens when you're working with professionals on here. This is it. This, this is what, this is what you get. <laughs> um, I yeah, I just think it's going to be a Leinster win. Um, I think, regardless of what team they name. I think that cohesion will be there. I think Dragons will go all out. I think we'll see Liddy there. We'll see Wayne right in there. They'll um, they'll load up every fella they were yeah. missing last week because of Wales. Um, yeah. And just throw... And again, like I think if they, they strip back the amount of rugby they play and try and keep this as nasty as possible for as long as they possibly can, they England, might have a bit of an in. And, yeah, England, the Ireland, Six Nations, just gone. Yeah. Just stop Leinster playing. But yeah, keep it nasty. Don't let yeah. Leinster get settled. Maybe get at them in the scrum. I mean, yeah. a, a possibility. Um, but yeah, they, they have to be pretty much flawless for the entire game and hope that Leinster have a bad one, which I mean, is not out of the question, but still. Yeah, it's not. Look, it's not. But a couple of guys, I think, for Leinster have been really, during this kind of window, putting their hands up. Tommy O'Brien has been very good. Rob very good. Been very good. Um, and Osborne for that. Yeah, he's all right, isn't he? Handy little player, him. It's a handy little player, that lad. <laughs> I saw, there. I saw him when he was under eight and I said to myself, get him in. I thought to myself, handy little player him. Yeah. Handy he's, out good, now. he's good for a try. He's always good yeah. for a try, that lad. Um Whereas, no. I can see him wearing gloves, you know. Handy <laughs> little player. <laughs> um Owen is probably listening to this going, This is what it's come to. Um, handy little player handy little player that lad I saw him when I was a young lad I said to myself <laughs> I remember he wanted to play prop I said don't play prop so it's the reason now he's where he is today wasting your time at prop uh, too handy oh, a player to play you're prop. Too, too handy, handy a player yeah. ball he's, in two ball in two hands Osborne stop running across the pitch I see with the talent that they have there still Colhane 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 it's like a fever dream, this one. I don't even care about this podcast anymore. Paul Hain. Uh, yeah. Has looked pretty decent as well. Yeah, he is. No, they've all been, you know, punching away. Um, I, I think Leinster will bring in a couple of guys, though. Just a light sprinkling. Um, a, a light a light dusting. A light of dusting of international caliber <laughs> <tater> players. 
It's the sprinkling of some of the best players. In I the see world. they've made they've made James Ryan and Gary Ringrose Ringrose. captains. Yeah, that's cool. I think it's a great idea. They should call them Coptons. Co- 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 or just join it and like Coptons. Coptons. <laughs> Imagine someone in a presser just like missed the hyphen. And you were like, so you're a Coptons. You're a Coptons. Nice. I know exactly who do that as well, by the way. <laughs> I know exactly who would do it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, I think it's a good idea. I actually don't know why teams don't do it more often. Um I know we, swords. We, we, we could be co-captains of this podcast. We could be. Let's do it. Just bossing Owen around, just like saying, Owen, what are you doing, man? You're late. What's going on here? It's a fine. <laughs> uh, I know swords, and I know, don't get me wrong, um, I know this is a, a professional team, but I know swords, uh, rugby club, they have co-captains, and it works really well, as opposed to an assistant captain, because when you think about it, like, or a vice captain. Like, oh, like, you're, a, you're an assistant to the captain? Or, yeah, you, it's not really. Fool. Yeah, I think co-captain is just the way to go. To be honest, if you want to do it, um, or it's one captain ruling everything with an iron fist. Well, I mean, I was about to say James Ryan has that ruthlessness in him. You know that Aldiad with the grape, etc. We know what he's capable yeah. of. He'll, Old blooded murder. He'll buy and sell you. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. Oh, and another funny one was um, a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember who put the cross. I think it was Prendergast put the cross field kick in for Tommy O'Brien to score a try. This was two was weeks Tommy ago, Brian. I think. Yeah. And he stepped the last defender and came in. But whoever was commentating, I don't know who was commentating on it, but like they said, like they were like something like, uh, forget about Johnny Sexton. And it was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just like that. He's all new. <laughs> Generational talent. One of the greatest players of all time. Forget him. He's gone. He's dead now. Who needs him? <laughs> Long live the king. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think Leinster will have too much for the Dragons. Um, I, think they I, might, they might, I think they might bring back Ross Byrne, Ross the boss. They might bring yeah, him back for this I game. Was, I was actually thinking the same, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was actually thinking it'll be interesting who starts at 10 because it's. I think it's a game where you could probably afford to still keep loading a 10. True. It's like, I think they'll, they'll be wary of the fact though, that it can get very sticky in Newport. Yeah. Especially if it's raining. Yeah. And if it turns into a slug fest, you probably want something. Cause again, I think if it turns into a slug fest, dragons have enough big buckles there. Yeah. To they do. A, a, a sluggy fest. Yeah. A slug, a slug is a slug. Um this this podcast has gone out the fucking window. Out the fucking window, boy. Um that's the way we like it. So we're going for I was about to say we're going for four provinces, but two provinces are actually playing each other. Um whoever wins, we all win. It was funny, like we lost, but we won. This podcast has been going downhill for a while. Because even before recording, was it last week? Was it last week you weren't on, but I was on. Yeah. Yeah, I was off last week. Um, before recording last week, I turned to Owen and I was like, "So it was four provincial wins, was it?" And he was like, "No, no, three in a draw." And I was like, "All right, yeah." And he was like, "You were at the draw," and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I think it's we, since I it's, we, it's since I it's since I stepped back from Patreon. I think when once I step back, like I'm just 
Like, he's gone. Step back. Yeah. He keeps stepping back. It's like, where's washing, Jeff? Like, washing my hands of it. Like, <laughs> he's, he's walking backwards, but he's not here anymore. Yeah. I really have to start tuning in. <laughs> did you, I didn't ask you, did you have much to drink on, on, on the Treviso trip? To drink? Yeah. No. Um, oh. At the ground, I'd say I had, I don't know, three, four beers and I had a Prosecco just because when do you just get to do that? Dangerous. But they pulled, right. they like popped a bottle in front of me. And I was like, this is classy. They mined that Prosecco straight out of the ground. Yeah. They popped right it in front of me and then poured it into a plastic glass. I was like, classy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I didn't know much at all, to be honest with you. Um, I was too tired. Yeah. A lot of my cult members were on the place there. I know. I met them. Yeah. Did you give them the old? I did the old nod, yeah. Uh, well, I did the nod the Friday night um, because they were, or the Saturday night, because they were watching the work of final in a pub. And again, Joe had booked an area and I hadn't put my hand up for it, but I kind of just saw a small table and sat down and kind of hunkered in. Now, now in fairness, like nobody was sitting at the table. Like it was, it was a very, very small table. It was actually highly uncomfortable, but, um, I did that whole little nod thing. And I was like, I hope I'm okay here. Please. Sorry. Um, thumbs up. Um, in fairness, they're all very nice to me. No problem. Um, there was actually one very funny story. Uh, someone, uh, or Joe organized a first try score and you had to pay a fiver in oh, yeah. or a tenner in or something like that, whatever it was like. And everyone got a number. But whoever scored, uh, someone someone scored a disallowed try. Uh, I can't remember who it was now. Um, but whoever had won it was like, well, hey, whatever. Like, But then by the time it was disallowed, all I heard was like, cancel the round, it's been disallowed. <laughs> So yeah, no, oh, it was a, it was a great night. It was a great weekend, yeah. And uh, a big thank you to your uh, non-cult because it's not a cult followers. No, it isn't, for, it isn't a cult. Or, um, they're all all very single-minded people. Yeah. No, yeah. it was lovely. It was really nice. We actually also um, going to the game. Actually, I don't think I told this last week, but it was funny. Myself and my wife were waiting for the bus to go out to the ground, and uh, we weren't really sure we were in the right place. Like it was a Sunday, the place was very quiet, etc. And there was this Italian lad across, but I assumed he was an Italian lad. Turned out I was right, um, but he was just across the road. And I was like, oh, I'll just tip across and ask. So I said, excuse me, we're just heading to the game. And he was like, yes, 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 no problem. Uh, this is your bus. It'll be long in a few minutes. I said, grand. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to the game myself with a friend and blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, brilliant chat. See you there, blah, blah. So he disappeared. Comes back with a friend. Boss had yet to come. Himself and his friend take a minute and look at the bus timetable and then walk up to me and my wife. And then they say, we're going to drive. You come with me. Uh, no, thank you. He said, oh, it's okay. We're going to the game too. We'll drive. We'll bring you. You come in the car. And, and uh, it's fine because you'll find murder is actually illegal here in Italy. So it's like, you've got nothing to worry about. I was just like, <laughs> I might wait just one more minute for the bus. He's like, well, the bus isn't coming. I said, okay, I might just take my chances with public transport instead of taking my chances with a strange man in a strange country. Thank you. Turns out the bus literally came while I was saying no. And I was like, there's the bus. And your man was like, oh, uh, I'm still going to drive. I was like, okay, then. <laughs> Even though the bus is right here. Um, I think this podcast is finished. It's like, uh, if, you, if you're ever there again, just go like, Provavore, non uccidemi. What's that mean? Please don't murder me. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's weird that you have that vocab. <laughs>
<laughs> do you have that in every language uh, just in case you go there or no it's just because when, when i was in italy you just you, you pick up the essentials <laughs> like uh calzone please please don't calzone, murder me please, please don't murder me <laughs> please don't murder me um all right well thank you very much for listening to this provincial state of mind podcast brought to you by provincial state of mind um we will how does owen finish it we'll be back next we will, week to chat again we'll be back next week to chat again yes we will he always so, uses some of us chat. Chat. I like chat. Yeah, it's the chat. only time I hear that. <laughs> I never use. I need, I'm going to incorporate it more into my voc- daily vocab. We will be back next week to chat again. Yeah.